0: Welcome to the family with
1: co-host Catherine Brandt
0: and Andy Brandt Bernard.
2: And of course, Alex should be in L.A. Nick is on the road, but he's going to be calling in in a short bit. So uh, special guest William Federer on in about 15 minutes. Who was St. Patrick? We'll all find out together right after this with the family. Michael Bryant,
3: Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest?
2: And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you gotta be a good guy (laughs) if I'm hanging out with
3: you. uh, Maybe.
2: (laughs) Uh, Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores? Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. There you have it. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here. Oh, Alex is there. Good. Alex did show up. What's the
0: buzz?
4: Just regular Wednesday. What happened now? I had (laughs) Sage's class like every other Wednesday. Oh, it's Wednesday. I forgot.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. Will you ever remember?
1: No, probably not. Forget it. Doesn't seem so. No. I don't know what day of the week it is generally, so it's true.
2: Oh my God. Nice headlines in the news. That's why I'm looking for news to talk about. Nice headlines. Maestro, whose career ended after allegations, dead at 77. Demi Lovato, I was raped while working for the Disney Channel. Oh Oh my God. Nice headlines today. Mm. I don't know that I'm caring to. Hockey player 19 killed by puck. Cardi B, Candace Owens just got into it again on Twitter. (laughs) Boy, there's a lot of real positive news out there. (laughs) Honest to God. Ooh, we can find out, though, who bought uh, Jeffrey Epstein's $51 million mansion. That
1: piece of crap is $51 million?
2: Oh, the one in New York?
1: Oh, the one in... The one that was on the series was mostly the one in Palm, Palm Beach, and it was yeah. not a nice-looking
0: house oh, it wasn't? at all. Oh, no. really? So weird. It I mean, the layout. one yeah. is actually even crappier. Oh,
2: really? Oh, is it really? It looks... Because the outside of it looks beautiful. Uh, well, it
1: probably oh, had nice dungeon rooms.
2: Yeah,
0: really. It probably did, And, yeah. and yeah. jails. Well, it looks great if you only see a little bit of it, which is what they show Oh, really? You. But it's... Okay. It, uh, it's not big by any means. I wouldn't call it a mansion. Let's see how big no. it
2: is. They always say mansions and out. Man, 28,000 square feet. That's pretty big. Oh,
0: it says it's 28,000, but it does not look 28,000 square huge. feet.
2: Well, it's like four stories, though, isn't it?
0: Uh, it's three, but it's also like oh, it's only three. Okay. two rooms wide. It's less wide oh. than my oh, house.
2: <clears throat> really?
0: Yeah. Weird.
2: A veteran Goldman Sachs trader gave himself quite the retirement present, ladies and gentlemen, partly uh, courtesy of an early investment by, in Bitcoin. Michael Daffy, who worked at the firm for 28 years before retiring this month as chairman of the Global Markets Division, has been revealed as the mystery buyer who paid $51 million for Jeffrey Epstein's former New York City mansion per CNBC. Oh, it's seven stories, Andy. That's why. Seven? None of the floors are very big, but it's seven stories high. So, so it's about 3,000 square feet. not the one story. I'm looking at. Or 4,000 square
0: feet. Of story. Oh, it
1: must be a different one. I think he owned quite a few properties.
0: Yeah, which, his Manhattan residence. His Manhattan residence. Uh, I yes. don't think that's seven stories. Unless a story in New York is like five feet.
2: Five foot stories, yes. Exactly. Well, some of those brownstones
1: are kind of skinny and tall. So could be.
2: Yeah, it could be one of those deals. Uh, The seven-story, 28,000-square-foot townhouse was sold earlier this month to benefit the victims of Epstein's sex crimes. Mr. Daffy had never previously been in the home nor ever met its owner, but he's a big believer in New York's future and will take the other side of all the people uh, who say the city's best days may be in the past. Spokesman Stu Lesner, or Lesser, I should say, Lozier maybe, said Tuesday he said the mansion was paid for with cash. $51 Fifty-one million in cash. You know what mm. I'm saying? <clears throat> no problem. problem, honey. do You have fifty-one million on you.
1: I don't, but I could probably scrounge up five thousand
2: dollars. Oh, five? Well, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> For, that'd be pretty good. That wouldn't
1: even make a down payment. So
2: <clears throat> yeah, they're not showing the interior of this house at all. They're just showing the first two floors outside. Mm. I don't know that I could buy. I know it goes to help the victims, so that's one part of it, but. I don't know if I want to live in a house where this guy was having sex with little yeah. girls. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to oh,
1: walk God, by the house and go, you not. know whose house that was, yeah. right? It's
4: going to, yeah. yeah. I yeah, would
2: burn I, I it, do it down. Yeah, really. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, there you go.
4: Just burn this down.
2: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, yeah, 51 million bucks for a house where a guy had sex with little girls. No, I'm good. Thank well, you. Well, technically, yeah. now that he
0: owns it, he is, uh, I think, unless it's historical, he is allowed to raise it and build something else there.
4: Yeah. Right.
0: I know,
1: but it's still going to be the site of.
0: Well, New York it's City true. is already the site of plenty, so. Oh,
1: well, that's true. <laughs>
0: well, that, that is absolutely you true. You don't live a in a big city like here. that without, yeah. You're, you're always within a block of someone being killed at some point in time, so.
2: Pretty much true. Okay, I know you guys are really, really excited to hear the latest from Cardi B. Oh,
4: always gosh. just so enamored a, with her information. What a
2: nutcase. Cardi B and conservative commentator Candace Owens have clashed on Twitter before, but this time they say they're going to sue each other. Mm. Owens specifically says she plans to sue the rapper for posting a Photoshop tweet suggesting Owens' husband cheated on her with her own brother. Well, mm. yes, really. The drama started when Owens criticized Cardi and Megan Thee Stallion's Grammys performance on of WAP or WAP. They say WAP, though, don't they? they
0: I honestly don't know.
2: It's a song about sex on Fox News' Tucker Carlson Tonight. Carlson and Owens claimed the rappers were degrading the culture and hurting children before Cardi tweeted a clip of the interview per page six. Owens, a supporter of former President Donald Trump, responded by calling Cardi a cancer cell to culture.
0: Why did they bring Cardi up the then fact claimed, that she was a Trump voter? What does that I add don't to know, the story? I, 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 nothing. Because it, it turns people
1: against yep, her. Exactly. She's also... She also has some sort of uh, maybe, perhaps, political leanings, so, you know, they have to preemptively tell you. She has some definite political
0: leanings, but the fact that she voted— Well, for, I mean, I like, mean, like I don't know. she
1: might run for office, I think.
0: Oh, really, you think? Of that kind
1: yeah, of well, there's leanings. talk about it. Who knows? Who <laughs> maybe.
2: Knows? She's a very smart woman, I know that. Very, very smart. Um, so, in any case, before Cardi tweeted a clip of the interview on page six, Owens, a supporter of uh, former President Donald Trump, responded by calling Cardi a cancer cell to culture. Cardi then claimed WAP was inspired by our former first lady sharing a censored photo of Melania Trump posing nude. Cardi then posted what looked to be a screenshot of a November 16th tweet from Owens. Yes, my husband did cheat on me with my brother. Yes, he said no when I asked to join them. Oh. What come on?
0: Really? She is a very uh, low class she person. Is, she, she, she really is, is, is nuts.
1: Remember who was <laughs> it? Was it Chris Rock that did the um, Remember Lil Kim?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yep.
1: And he he did the he did some sort of bit about the advancement of black people in in history. Yes. He had th- this chart. I think it was Chris Rock. It was so hilarious. He was like talking about Jesse Owens and and on and on. And all these people right. that brought up black people, and then he's like, and then Lil Kim, <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and then the chart goes way down. <laughs> back. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Cardi is B funny. is today's Lil Kim. I yeah, would say moon. yes.
2: No doubt about mm-hmm. it. I still love the comparison. You can't read Dr. Seuss, but you can hear a song about a wet ass whatever. I uh, know. I know. It's just okay. Yeah. So that's okay. But uh, reading. Uh,
1: well, I don't know how this is empowering for women. I mean, I don't either. Sexuality. Yeah. Okay. So you're super sexual. You've got to tell everybody about that. That makes you empowered. Okay. I kind right. of understand that if that's just all you are. Um, and that's all you got to is. give, I think it's but but this 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 stereotypical woman stripper, yeah, woman slut, I mean, we've been doing how long have i mean Madonna was mm-hmm. doing that thirty years ago, forty years ago yeah, yeah, well. it's been. It's been done to death. It's just not interesting to me anymore, and it just will just take it even farther and farther and be just more and more and more repulsive. It's yeah. like I just don't understand how that's helping
2: women. I don't get it.
4: I think
1: for,
2: I couldn't agree more. I
4: think for Cardi B, which I'm not saying that this is like great and wonderful or like a good idea, but I think Cardi B and like Megan Thee Stallion, the whole thing is like. Their rappers and male rappers constantly talk about the same thing from the male perspective, and so they're just trying right. to be like, "This is our perspective because we're female, so we can do the same thing that men do because we're rappers, and this is what we do," kind of thing. Mm.
0: I
1: think. But are they because men are, male rappers are putting women into once again the whore That's true. Situation. They're just calling doing them what bitches, male calling them horns to
0: them voluntarily. Yeah. Not, yeah, but and they're, they're, so then, but, and they're
1: women Yeah and then women saying yes i'm i'm a slut i'm a whore i i don't understand how that's
4: i think how that's anti male mm-hmm. rapping i don't think it's anti male rapping i think that they're trying to like take it you know like the n-word like Uh. it used to be a slur and now black people use it as like this is our word and we've taken it over except it has more
0: power than ever in in human history but that didn't work either yeah
4: but i think that that's what they're trying to do like if i'm trying to look at it from their perspective like okay we're gonna take slut and whatever and we're gonna Flip it and make it empowering or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to. Uh,
1: well, I, I just don't see how people, you know. And, and then, okay, feminist studies, which, you know, I I was in college. I took feminist studies or women's studies, I should say. Um, the, the whole whore Madonna and male gaze and all this stuff. And then the first thing you do is you get a chance to empower yourself and you... Make yourself as sexual as oh, possible it is, for right. the male oh, gaze. Right. absolutely.
4: It's, it is very... Well, I,
0: it's self-exploitative people, is and People it is. are
4: saying that it's not for the male gaze. It's for you. Yeah, okay. Like you <laughs> should be able to wear a bikini to work and not have men look at you or anybody look at you because you should just be able to wear whatever you want to wear. And people should be able to just control themselves and not look at you.
1: Well, I understand that people should be able to run around naked, and we shouldn't be violent towards those people. I understand mm-hmm. that, yeah. but we don't. I know, uh, that's that's yeah. just not how it works. And as long as there's going to be male and female physical attraction to each other, there's going to be people looking at each other. Right. Yeah. If, we, like, if we if right. we want to take a, take sexuality, okay, we're no longer sexual beings, mm. and we're just robots. Then you can do that stuff, but. People
0: are sexual beings. Right. It's like starving yourself because I should be able to photosynthesize. <laughs> and because I can't, it's an injustice. So I'm going to die because I'm not going right. to eat food anymore. Because oh, why well, well, can plants Andy's do miracles. it, but I can't?
4: Yeah. No, I mean, plants can
0: do it's it. Stupid.
4: it is stu- know, it's stupid. I totally agree. Yeah. Dan and I had this discussion about it after that um, woman in England was murdered. Um, did you hear about this? Yes. Yeah.
0: No, did. I don't even remember why
4: she was just walking home, and this police officer um, took her and murdered her. Mm. Yeah, and she was why wearing like he do that? I because he's a crazy person. I, it was a police um, officer. Yeah. yeah. That that I well, did it was. Not know. It was. He worked for. He did security for um, government buildings or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think he was not a, a cop. A police officer. He but was no. they a don't cop. have no. the same police officer stuff as we do. But he was a member of the whatever it is that requires you to be.
0: I don't know. He was a metro police officer, apparently.
4: Okay. Yeah. He, well, was. he was. Okay. Okay. But they don't I call him police. Well,
0: this. he also he, was, he has only been arrested on suspicion. He hasn't been. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's even been charged. He has so. not
4: been charged, but he has been arrested. So, yeah, I should not say that he did it because it hasn't been proven yet. But anyway, what whoever did it, this woman was just walking home and was murdered. And so it's brought up a lot of the, you know, violence against women, which you shouldn't call it violence, violence against women. It should be because then it makes it seem like it's the woman's fault, like it's oh, being yeah, done to women, not <laughs> right, men. Right,
0: right. That's stupid
4: performing the violence like the focus is then on the woman and all this stuff anyway. And yeah, we were just talking about how like, yes, it would be absolutely great for people to just wear whatever they want and feel like, you know, just have your boobs out. and Nobody's going to look at you. Who cares? It's all neutral, whatever. But it's like, that's just not how it works. No. And we're not. far well, from it, so you can't act like yes. that's how it is when it's not. You can do things to try to progress it toward that if that's what you want, but you can't just say, like, this is how it is and how it should be, because it's just not. Right. Like, right. there are, there are people. Oh, sorry.
2: Break. No, there are people to what?
4: Like, there are people. All- many many people like this guy this woman was just walking home not wearing anything provocative or anything and he took her and murdered her yeah assuming it was a man
2: we shall find out i'm sure in the end we'll be right back special guest william Federer coming up who was saint patrick we'll find out next with the family Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, a lot of people have heard us talk about community banking over the years we've been doing these commercials. What makes working with a community bank so different for your customers?
5: Our business banking customers honor us by sharing how we're able to help them on any new project. How we're able to quickly get them the funding they need when others in town can't do it. We do it by taking the time to get to know our customers and the challenges they face.
2: When your business banks
5: with us, you are not just another account number.
2: One thing I've always admired about North American Banking Company is how your team treats not only me, but my friends and family that bank with
5: you so respectfully. Tommy, thanks for making me look good, like my team does. As you know, I have a face for radio. We yes, take... you <laughs> We take pride in doing the right thing for all our customers and the communities we work and
2: live. That's what we mean about being a community bank. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, 2021. On St. Patrick's Day, we'll eat green bagels, wear shamrocks, and hoist beers to our Irish heritage. But do you really know about St. Patrick, the man? He's Ireland's beloved patron saint. He celebrated worldwide each March 17th. William Federer, our special guest. How are you doing, William? Hey, great to be with you, Tom. Nice to have you on. i got a full disclosure you're talking to a couple. My wife and I were both raised Catholic, so it's is a big deal to us that St. Patrick deal.
5: Amen. Amen. Well, it is a uh, tremendous heritage that uh, it has a lot of history that um, I put together a book and a DVD on it, uh, called St. Patrick the real history of his amazing life from tragedy to triumph.
2: I love it. And by the way, our children Andy and Alex are on the show as well. Hello. They were both baptized Catholic, but I think they've strayed, William. I think they've strayed. That's lapsed. all I know. <laughs> well, hey Andy and. They've Alex lapsed, you. You. Hello. <laughs> Hello.
1: Hello.
2: <laughs> what a I mean this this really Well, first of all for Minnesotans, William. Where did you grow up by the way? Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. Well, kind of well, the same situation. Then not, not as severe as in Minnesota, but St. Patrick's Day to us was a very important day because it was kind of a fictitious beginning of spring for mm-hmm. Minnesotans. You know, uh, even though it doesn't warm up for another couple of months, we always thought, well, this is kind of the first. I know it's not. What is it, March twenty-first uh, or twenty-second, whatever it is. Yep. But no, no, no. For Catholics, it was five days earlier because of St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> That's there all it you go. was. Now we loved it. I went to Catholic. Catherine went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school for nine years myself. Um, it, well, it's a big, big, huge holiday around the world, is it not?
5: Well, it really is, and it's a um, uh, Western civilization uh, sort of pivots around it uh, to a certain extent. And um, one of the things I do in my book is I give the setting, and so around. 220 A.D., the Han Dynasty begins to build the Great Wall of China. You're like, what does that have to do with St. Patrick? Well, the Huns were a Mongolian-type people group, and they could no longer attack into China, so they turned west. And they attacked other tribes who attacked other tribes who began to spill over the Roman border, the Visigoths, the Ostrogoths, Anglos and Saxons. And in other words, I guess the Roman Empire was being invaded by illegal immigrants. and, And so Rome panics and decides to pull all their legions back from the frontiers. And what was one of the frontiers? Britain. From 45 B.C., Julius Caesar had landed in Britain, and there was a a Roman presence there, but all of a sudden, uh, there's no police, there's no army, and the marauding bands begin to raid and capture and carry people away into slavery, and that's where Patrick comes in. He was from an area of Britain, and now Patrick Cuss, is the Latin Roman word for nobleman. Plebeian is the Roman word for a uh, peasant. And so his uh, given name was Sukkot, but he goes by Patrick. And uh, he was kidnapped in the early 400s and taken to Ireland, where he was sold into slavery. And really? um, uh, Ireland was ruled by Druids. Um, I quote Thomas Cahill in my book, but Thomas Cahill wrote how the Irish Save civilization. And the Druids Mm -hmm. sacrificed, quote, prisoners of war to the war gods, newborns to the harvest gods. They displayed proudly the heads of their enemies on their palisades, their walls around their fort, uh, hung them from their belts, used them as football and victory celebrations, (laughs) used bell pops for drinking bowls. Uh, A little bit uh, gory there, but that's where Halloween comes from, the Druids. And so around 405 A.D., Patrick is there a slave in Ireland to a druid chieftain and he had to tend sheep and uh he says after i came to ireland every day i had ten sheep many times a day i prayed the love of god came over me i would say as many as a hundred prayers often as many at night through snow through frost through rain and uh, now you say patrick wrote this yeah there are two writings that all historians acknowledge that patrick wrote uh, one is called the uh, confession of patrick and the other is the letter to Coroticus, the british king But the confession, so after his entire career, and he started all these churches, uh, it's like now that he's well-known, there's some people back in Britain that say, hey, I remember him when he was a nobody. Matter of fact, I remember before (laughs) he was kidnapped, he said he didn't believe in God. And so that was a big scandal. They wanted him to come back, and he said, no, God called me to Ireland, I'm going to stay, but I'll write my confession. And so in there, he acknowledges that... um, when he was kidnapped, he was not a believer. But uh, in his confessions, he says, "Then the Lord opened the sense of my unbelief. I might remember my sins and be converted, converted to the Lord, uh, who comforted me as a father, a son. And uh, if you like, I can continue. I don't want to monopolize the."
2: No, William, here. believe me, this is fantastic. I, the one thing I do want to say, I'd love for you to continue. But the one thing I, I, I would, I would love to say is this: you know, fifteen hundred years ago, this happened. Uh, Obviously, it's been a, been a big thing because we still celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I There probably won't be hardly any parades today. There's always a huge parade in St. Paul, Minnesota for St. Patrick. All this stuff is fascinating to me, just thinking about. But the thing that struck me, William, so far, what you said, and I really enjoy what you're talking about. But even 1,500 years ago, when it was person to person. They, they had their own Twitter to ruin people's lives. Oh, he said he didn't believe in God. He could never prove that it was kind of a twitter deal right
5: yeah yeah isn't that interesting how uh, those different uh human uh reactions uh, keep repeating themselves um yeah absolutely and, and, yeah in, in his um and so I, I quote extensively um from the confession of patrick in my book uh, but he talks about how uh you know he's confronting the druids and they're trying to kill him and and Uh, over a dozen different times he faced life-threatening situations. He he said, uh, I'm skipping ahead a a whole lot and uh, I'll come back to it, but he talks about how uh, he said, and when I was attacked by a number of my seniors who came forth and brought up my sins against my laborious episcopate on that day indeed I was struck so that I might have fallen now and for eternity but the Lord graciously spared this stranger he says, uh, Verily not slight was the shame and blame that fell upon me. He says, uh, As a cause for the proceeding against me, they found, after 30 years, a confession I made before I was a deacon. In the anxiety of my troubled mind, I confided to my dearest friend that I, what I had done in my boyhood one day uh, when I was 15 years old, and I did not believe in the living God. So... Here, uh, it's like, hey, now that he's famous, I remember that he said this when he was a nobody. And, right, um, right. But, um, but you know, back to his story, um, he uh, says that, um, and one night I heard in my sleep, now this is when he's a 16-year-old, he's a slave in Ireland, he <laughs> says, I heard in my sleep a voice saying to me, it is well that you fast, soon you'll go to your own country. And again, the voice said, see, your ship is ready. But it was not near but perhaps 200 miles. He took flight from his master. He comes to the coast, and there's a boat putting wolfhounds that they caught on it to sell to Europe as hunting dogs. And the dogs mind him, so they give him a boat ride. uh, They're shipwrecked on southern France, and he more or less hitchhikes his way across Europe, arrives back in Britain, uh, reunited with what's left of his family, gets involved in the ministry, pretty uneventful, until he turns 40 years old. And then he has another dream. And he writes in his confession, In the depth of the night I saw a man named Victoricus coming as if from Ireland with innumerable letters. He gave one, and I read, and I thought I heard the voice of those beside the wood of folklore on the Western Sea cry out, Please, holy boy, come and walk among us again. Their cry pierced to my very heart. I could read no more. So I awoke. Well, he took that as a divine call to go back. And so in the early 400s, he lands with... A handful of other uh, type of monks and and he's unarmed and he goes boldly into the dens of the druid chieftain I mean this is like going into the den of a drug dealer I mean this is like you're you're risking your life and he begins to present his faith uh, and the druid priests realize this new religion is going to displace them from their position of authority so they immediately want to kill Patrick And the chieftain's like, what's the hurry to kill him? He's unarmed, and we really don't get visitors that often. And he's speaking our own language, right? Because he had learned it years earlier when he was a slave. The chieftain's so fascinated, he gives Patrick a plot of land where Patrick builds his first church, and the chieftain eventually converts. Uh, The people there are more or less illiterate, and uh, so Patrick uses things to convey you know the, the symbols of of the doctrines of faith, and one of them is the three leaf clover to explain the Trinity: Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, yeah. three in one. Oh, there you go. But That's um, where that came But from. The, the druids. Uh, one time they tried to ambush him. Another time they kidnapped him. He says, "Daily, I expect murder, fraud, or captivity, but I fear none of these things because <laughs> the promises of heaven." And um, he says uh, that God would forewarn him uh, of to. You know, but he says, "I came to preach." Uh, the gospel to Ireland, and to suffer insult from unbelievers, I'm prepared to give my life without hesitation, gladly for his name. Well, his style of evangelism was very confrontational, and he would boldly go into the dens of these chieftains, and one of them was the famous contest at Tara. So north of Dublin, uh, you have a couple hills. One is the Hill of Tara, which was the ancient millennium-old place, sort of like contemporary Stonehenge, where they would have, you know, their pagan sacrifices. And, and then about nine miles away is the Hill of Slain, S-L-A-N-E. And uh, the chieftain would make every the king, would make everyone extinguish their fires on this particular night and bring a gift, a goat or something to the Druids, who would give them some coals so that they could relight their fires for the next year. It happened to be the night before Easter, And Patrick's like, far be it from me to submit to this Druid on the night before my Savior rose from the dead. So he goes to the top of the Hill of Slain and builds a bonfire that is so big and bright that it can be seen from uh, the Hill of Tara. And so all the people say to the king, how come that guy doesn't have to put his fire out? And so the chieftain sends a bunch of people over to kill Patrick. Uh, The 7th century historian Marucci says that... uh, Patrick prayed in a loud voice, may God come and scatter his enemies, and the people sent to get Patrick are, like, struck down. Uh, that's what the story is, anyway. And uh, the chieftain eventually comes and converts. And um, so this happened time and time again. Another time, a, a druid conjures up a fog and snow, and you can't even see in front of you. And Patrick says, that's good. Can you disperse it? And he couldn't. And so Patrick prays, and all of a sudden, the clouds part, the sunbeam shines down, and, and then it <laughs> says, uh, and the druid was struck dead. So I don't know what all that means, but nevertheless, um, uh, Patrick uh, was uh, courageous in his confrontation. And uh, there's, in the Mayo County, there's the Croag Patrick, which is a high hill, where he supposedly fasted for 40 days, and today they take pilgrimages up to the top of it and uh and then seven centuries after patrick you have a cistercian monk named jocelyn who writes in the 12th century the life and acts of saint patrick so it's again seven centuries removed so we you know you can decide how much credibility there is but at least it's interesting to know the stories that were passed down for centuries and uh Mm -hmm. So in this Life and Act of St. Patrick, there is um, chapter 69, the sick man cured. Chapter 71, the dead are raised, the king and the people are converted. Chapter 78, 19 men are raised by Patrick from the dead. Uh, There's uh, chapter 80, King Pichu was raised from the dead. Um, uh, Chapter 82, another man who was buried and raised again. These are just the chapter headings. uh, chapter 83, a boy who was torn to pieces by swine was restored to life. So you get an Ooh. idea uh, uh, chapter 172 is he banished the demons from the island. Now, uh, there's always the story of the snakes and uh, Patrick drove the right. snakes out of Ireland. Uh, there are no snakes in Ireland today because it's so far north. But back then, it was before the Little Ice Age, right, so around the 800 A.D., uh, you mm-hmm. have with the beginning of what's called the Little Ice Age, and for several centuries the whole world's climate got colder. This is what caused the Vikings to have to give up their Newfoundland settlement. Um, so prior to the Little Ice Age, it was warmer in Ireland. There could have been snakes, but uh, some historians think that the terminology of driving the snakes out is, is uh, symbolic of him driving the demons out. Um, but um, nevertheless, in his 30 years of ministry... Patrick is credited with baptizing 120,000 people and founding over 300 churches. Uh, There's a 1957 edition of World Book Encyclopedia. He said he found Ireland heathen and left it Christian.
2: I love it. William Federer, ladies and gentlemen, president of AmeriSearch, Incorporated, the author of many books, including St. Patrick, the real story of his amazing life from tragedy to triumph. William, thank you so much for your time today. Great talking to you, sir.
5: Well, thank you. And my website's AmericanMinute.com, if anyone's interested. And uh, there's a lot more to it. I I go through how the Irish came to America. And prior to 1965, most immigrants came from Europe and uh, Germany, England, and Ireland. And um, uh, and then LBJ changed the immigration quotas after 1965 uh, to other countries. But uh, they were first treated bad in America. um, And... uh, and as a matter of fact, in the early 1800s, an Irish potato famine, uh, millions died, and then they came across, and, um, but uh, uh, eventually worked up the economic ladder and became involved in society and respected. And fascinating story, uh, but again, thank you uh, for having me on, and um, I guess I talked so much I didn't get a chance to hear from Alex and Andy, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> That's okay, William. Thank
2: you, Mr. Federer. Have a great day, sir.
3: and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fish and ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from
2: the competition. Dan's Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier. With all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top, get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35 W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate, and when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, did we talk yesterday about the uh, Columbia's multicultural graduation ceremonies? Yeah, yes. we did. Yep. Um, because uh, the university says Tom Cotton, uh, Senator Tom Cotton, who uh, he said this is segregation. University says Tom Cotton is misrepresenting long-standing ceremonies started by students.
0: Well, I mean, Have you ever heard can of this? It I mean, be before? segregation if it's long standing. It's like saying, oh, that we can't get rid of slavery. That. It's a long standing institution. Right. Well, it's, right. it is
4: segregation. Yeah,
0: it's quite That's what literal it segregation. It
4: is. They're segregating but, people. But,
2: but now they're trying to say that they've always done this. Well, why didn't anybody know about it before then?
0: What? Well, but like I said, uh, even if you've this. already done it, that doesn't mean it's right. good. Right. No, you're
2: right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Republican Senator Tom Cotton caused an uproar Tuesday by blasting the multicultural graduation ceremonies offered by Columbia University as segregation. He was apparently outraged by a Fox story that said the university would uh, would host six separate graduation ceremonies based on income level, race and ethnicities. Cotton and other commentators or commenters, excuse me, seem to believe the university was separating students by race and income for different commencement ceremonies when the different ceremonies are, in fact, optional additions to the main April 30th commencement ceremony and have been offered for years at Columbia and many other universities. I've never, ever heard of this before. You ever heard of it?
1: No, not until the dawn of of Twitter. No.
2: I've known people that went to Columbia, too, and uh, I've never heard of this before. Uh, cotton slammed Columbia's awoke university embracing segregation and said it was part of a bigger problem that also involved schools, corporate HR departments, and the Biden administration. The six extra ceremonies at Columbia, which do not overlap with each other or with the main ceremony, include Native, Asian, Latino. It says Latinx most places, but this one says Latino. And black graduations, along with the lavender graduation for LGBT students and one for first-generation low-income students members of the latter group spent years pushing for their own ceremony before the first one was held in 2017. So there's a poor people, low-income graduation?
0: Yep. I don't
2: know. Why do you need that?
1: Uh, I don't know.
2: I honestly I couldn't, couldn't tell you. But here's the problem I have with all this, and I don't, I've don't. i never heard of this before, so I don't believe they've had it before. They say, Well, they said the first one was in 2017, about four years ago, whatever. But here's the problem I have with this. So couldn't then your honky say, well, look, that's all we were doing. We we just wanted to graduate with white people. That's why we kept you out of it.
0: We just want to graduate with well, white people. That's what people. I'm saying is they're literally yeah, making the right. same argument that, you know, we want to be with our own race and you're not allowed in. It makes no sense at all.
2: No sense whatsoever to me. Why do we want to be – white people – Signaling anybody up by that, their skin color. That's colors been horrible.
1: kind of a movement on campuses to have safe spaces yes, away from has. white people.
2: So white people are just that day. More day. did you not hear, Mister Federer, when he said that Saint Patrick went from England to Ireland as <laughs> was enslaved? Saint Patrick was a white man. There have been many, many, many slaves over the years that are white. All races of people have been enslaved. All of them. So I don't true. understand why this. And look, I'm not saying that slavery in America was a wonderful thing or tolerable in any way. I'm just saying it was history. Uh, I'm not forgiving it. That's not what I'm doing at all. But I'm saying people have been enslaved for tens of thousands of years. I'm sure the first biggest, the biggest ape man back in the day, the uh, Neanderthal. or Who were the first cave people again?
5: Uh, was that? That's what, well before the
0: Neanderthals. It is well before them
5: There's yes. been a whole lot of different
0: species of humans Believe it or not
2: <clears throat> I guarantee you the first And the Chronicles. biggest of that the, Whatever it is The first cave people uh, The biggest guy enslaved everybody else He made them do whatever he told them to do Otherwise he'd harm
0: them Well yeah, that's what a, well, that's a is, form of slavery that, The despotism exactly. was how humans operated Until quite recently
2: Why don't we stop singling people out, whether they're black, white, or whatever color? Why don't we stop with this skin color thing that you're so fascinated
0: with? There are good people
2: and there are horrible people in every
0: race. Well, the people in charge, aren't. they don't actually care about skin color. They care about the amount of power and money they can make off of getting other people to care about skin
2: color. 100% true. This is all about money. We talked about it yesterday all of this if you think those ultra rich people actually give a rat's ass about you because of your skin color you're crazy they're making money off of you and your skin color so that's i'd be very very wary of these people be very very careful because if you think they care about you you are crazy it's just to make money they just want to make money off you that's all it is that's why it's so easy to cancel culture people it's like oh it might be cutting into our dollars here we got to we got to cancel them It's money. It's all it is. It's got nothing to do with race, got nothing to do with gender, got nothing to do with any of it. Orientation.
0: Well, that might be why Columbia University is having a poor people uh, ritual or whatever the hell it's called. What's it called? Commencement. Uh, Commencement, yeah. Meanwhile, they have $11 billion in endowment and it costs $70,000 a year to go there. They cared about poor people. Why not lower your tuition or spend some of that endowment on the poor? It's all lip service. Yeah,
1: or or put a lot of that money back into the economy so we don't have massive inflation soon.
2: Well, you know, what, what did we come up with yesterday? $50 billion now is the endowment at Harvard. What are you going to do with that?
1: Yeah, that's Seriously, a, why
2: don't you do something with that money?
1: It's a lot of dollars. It's disgusting that <laughs> they've got that much money sitting there.
2: And what do they do? They keep taking money from China. Why? Because then they'll let Chinese students in when normally they wouldn't. They're buying their way into Harvard. If you don't think Harvard is one money-grubbing piece of crap, well, yeah. you're wrong. Always have been, Pretty too. much
1: all the
0: money Ivy League schools pigs.
4: are...
1: Yeah, they are. Because awesome. they produce our politicians. That's there was why. a point
0: yep. when the universities actually had merit, but these days when was that not 200 so years much.
4: ago
0: maybe i'd say as recently as 40 they 40 had, years ago they had merit uh, but i don't think uh, they have any merit anymore these days they're none it's no well the problem is that the reason universities became a thing was because if you wanted to get your hands on some like advanced knowledge you know technical knowledge the only way to do that was to read a very large and expensive book that only yeah. had so yeah. many copies in circulation. So you know the professor would buy the book, read it to the students, and the students would know what's in the book. But now, if you want to learn something, you just you can just Google it. You can just teach yourself if you have the uh, mm-hmm. the wherewithal to you know do it yourself. Because not everyone can just sit down and say, "Okay, today I'm going to learn electrical engineering." But if you have, um, if you have, if you're willing, you can do it now. So the whole university system is kind of becoming obsolete very quickly. Yeah, it, it absolutely. We don't need
2: universities anymore since we got digital. We don't need them anymore, and they're poison that they spread across the world. That's what they love to. And again, it's just to make them more money. That's why they do it.
1: So. Can I change the subject?
2: Yeah, that's fine.
1: (laughs) Because I just want to say that I am probably the only person that has been victimized by St. Patrick's Day. Oh. What
4: happened?
2: Uh Uh-oh, here we go. I
1: I foolishly and naively went to St. Paul as a ginger-colored-haired person one year, and you have no idea how many drunk young men Grab me and
2: kiss me. Oh, I'm sure. Really? When was this? Last year? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Long time. <laughs> yep. Yes. Tom. I mean,
1: it was actually. I mean, I, now I would. De- I mean, I could definitely raise a stink and have a heart attack about it. Back then, it was kind of funny. I thought. Because it, it was, there was no harm done. So but, they didn't
2: grab you in an untoward. Well,
1: places, right? I mean, no, 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 no. There was none of that. Oh, it was good. just like it's good luck to kiss a redhead on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, You it is. know, and if I said if I said no, people walked away. But I mean, some of the cute guys. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <here we laughs> go. Just yeah, kidding. yeah,
2: it's your mother. That's your mother, Andy and Alex, right there. I'm
1: just kidding. I know, but it was just like, can you imagine today if a redheaded Person walked through a St. Patrick's Day area or uh, celebration and people just started grabbing them and kissing them. Uh, no, that would not happen.
0: No, I can't would see it? that happening. No, I don't would think so. Would it happen?
1: I don't know. No, I
2: don't you can't really so. see that happening. So,
1: see, St. Patrick's Day is bad, v- they should they be canceled. You.
2: Exactly. No, I also,
1: right. when we went to Ireland on a trip many years ago, God, how long ago was that?
2: We went with the uh, we went with Nick and Maude, so that was and the Gerards. Oh, that's right. Went
0: to Ireland with the Gerards, yep. and those people do. That was. Yep,
4: we went on a big trip.
2: Do you I... remember how
0: old you guys were? Couldn't have been more than 14. I was
4: going to say, yeah, I was
0: like 10, 11, I think. So that's what,
2: 17, 18, 20 19 years ago. years ago?
0: 20 years ago. 20 years ago. I remember
1: as I was walk, walking through the streets because of the red hair once again. Oh, Katie, you've come back to us at last. You've come back
5: to us. <laughs>
0: Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right.
1: I was like oh where my god where did the this red hair hilarious. come
0: from? It was your mom, right?
1: No. No, no Bohemians don't have red hair. Oh. No, German German, German Germans German. Germans have red hair.
0: They do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well then Quite who would, well your dad's not red. Northern a
1: redhead. Uh he's got a red beard.
0: Does he? Oh, I like see. me kind
1: of. Yeah, and my I think Jeff. well I've never
0: Jeff is a redhead. Yes. That's right.
1: Yeah. Well, no, he's he's sort of a red, just red beard. beard or a
0: red, yeah, red yeah. beard. He's he like his he's a red no beard like me. Yeah.
1: And then, um, I believe it was my dad's dad, although I only saw him with white hair. Of course, yeah. and yeah, of thing. course, black and white pictures. So I don't yeah. know what, right. His right. Actual, what his hair color was when he was younger. But I I think somebody told me that he was a redhead too. So yeah. yes, it's definitely from the German side.
0: Interesting.
1: Yes, and imagine
0: my. Um,
1: Amazement when we had this wonderful guest talking all about Saint Patrick. That it's a true human being because on Twitter said it was a made-up person.
2: What? <laughs> of <course> they did. <laughs> I, I can't take Twitter anymore. Why does that even exist? It is poisoning everyone's mind. It really is. It really it is. Was disgusting. I was just
1: absolutely shocked that there's a real person.
2: Get the hell off of Twitter I and Totally believe Twitter. Total waste of time. Yeah, people believe that's the other. Well, it's like believing Fox and CNN and everything they say. Both of them, one leans left and one leans right, and they both lie their ass off. Then you got, oh, there's no St. Patrick. You can't believe one thing you read on Twitter or Facebook or any of the rest of them. It's
0: bullshit, all oh, of it. I'm sure the idea of St. Patrick wearing a buckle on his hat and spilling lucky charms all over the place <laughs> is fictional, but. Yeah, you're no, probably right. That's it's kind the of, good part. It's, it's pretty much all historical figures have been made into mythological figures.
2: These yeah, days. that's sure. true. That's true. But they actually did exist. I don't know why the hell people just, they, they we're going to destroy everything you like. You like St. Patrick's Day because you like to go out with your buddies? There's no St. Patrick. People go out of their way to try to harm other people emotionally now. Why is that? Now. Does anybody understand? You guys understand? why well, you think they always have. We're just I talking had, about a yeah.
0: guy who was, went into the lair of the Druids and then was going to get murdered because he was Christian. <laughs> That's
2: true. It's a good point. It's a very good point.
0: Humans have always been awful. They really have. Why? Why are humans so terrible? I don't think humans are uniquely terrible. Any feral animal is going to basically try to kill anything it sees because that's just how it is. Sure.
2: All right. We'll take a break. Come back with Hour 2 in about five minutes with the family.